Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to 15 Minutes with Him, a prayer call we gather from 5.45 to 6 a.m. I am your host, Sister Valerie Lee, and I'm so glad that you joined me this morning. What a good day it is. It's a new day. The the light's on, the, the sun is shining, and the birds are chirping, and we hear the sounds of outside, and all of that lets us know that there's movement happening, that life is still moving. It is going along, and so we're just grateful to be a participant in this thing called life. We are glad for this new day that we've never seen, that we never knew about, but God is allowing us to rejoice and to be glad in it. And so I'm so glad that you joined me this morning so that we can go to him in his word and we can go to him in prayer and we can get on with our day so that God takes charge of our day. He's taking charge of our afternoon. He takes charge of our evening. Whatever we commit to him to do on this day, we give it to him so that he might be able to be a blessing in us so that we can be a blessing to other people. And so let's get into the call. When you get an opportunity, I want you to read Genesis chapter 3, verse 8. Just one verse, and I'm reading from the King James Version of this one verse. Again, it's Genesis chapter 3, verse 8, and it reads on this slide. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. So far, the scripture. And so this this day, I bring your attention to things like our voice. When you talk about a voice, it is something that utters or there is a sound that comes out. And so when we think about a voice, um, sometimes a voice is very distinct when it relates or when we're looking at, let's say, a musician. Many of you, you listen to all kinds of music, but there are people who have a very distinct voice, people like Shirley Caesar. If you listen to gospel music, people such as Michael Jackson, right, people, uh, a person such as Luther Vandross, these are voices that are very distinct, Stephanie Mills, um, Rod Stewart, um, uh, let's see, there, there's just so many voices that are distinct. And when you hear the voice, it, it alerts you. It makes you um, aware, right, because you know their voice. And then, you know, you many of you can think about when you were growing up, um, you might have been outside, depending on where you lived, where you, if you lived in a residential neighborhood where there were a bunch of houses and you played maybe in an in a area where all the houses met, or maybe you lived in buildings uh, such as myself, and so there were just a variety of people that were outside from the various buildings. But when you heard the voice of your, your father, your mother, your grandmother, or even your sibling calling you, you it, it gave you the focus. It, it, it made you stand at attention, if you will, because of the voice, because you heard the voice. And then, you know, for mothers, they know of that connection where their child is in the nursery. And I think I've shared that with you concerning uh, my oldest daughter, that when I went to look at her in the nursery, I saw her with the other babies and everybody's beautiful, but you're only focusing on your one child. And as I looked at her, she seemed to be okay, all was well. So I said to the nurse, I'm going to go back to my room. And as I started to walk away, I heard the voice of Sion. And I said to the nurse, i got to go back to the nursery. And she said, 
why? Why? I said, because my daughter's crying. She said, you know what? Your daughter's not crying. You know, it's a bunch of babies and they cry. I said, trust me, my daughter is crying. And when we went back to the nursery, she was crying. And so why am I taking the time to talk about this? Because the voice is powerful. The voice, the sound of the voice is powerful. And so we find ourselves here in the book of Genesis chapter 3 where we talk about where the serpent had this conversation with Eve. And then, of course, um, because of the conversation that was had with Eve, then Adam and Eve, they fell, if you will. And so here is where we find ourselves today, that after they ate of the fruit, that their eyes were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And so verse 8, as I read, says, and they heard the voice. It didn't say they heard God. They said they heard the voice, the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And it's and it says that Adam and his wife, because they heard the voice, they began to hide themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And so why is this powerful? Because so many of you under the sound of my voice, you have so many voices that come at you, voices that show up in uh, actual telephone calls that you receive, voices that show up in um, different meetings that you have, voices that show up in the text messages and the emails that you receive, actual voices of people who are all talking in the chatter. And because of all of this, it has become more of a distraction for you than to actually hear the correct voice that you need to hear. However, in the midst of all of that, there is a voice. That is the voice of the Lord God, and he, too, is still walking in the gardens of your life. He's walking in the cool of the day. He's walking when you are asleep, and he is speaking through his voice. And how do I know that? Because as he is speaking, all the voices that you hear, all the distractions that are coming at you, you are being nudged by the voice of God who's telling you, come back to me. Why haven't you been in my presence? How come you haven't spoken to me? Why are you trying to do this by yourself? How come you will not come to me and spend time? Why won't you pray? How come you won't go back to church? Why won't you seek me concerning your marriage? What is the deal that you won't give my, your children over to me and so that I can take care of it? And what is the issue that you said yes to him so many years ago, yet you are turning away. And so many of you, under the sound of my voice, you hear the voice of God. Yes, there's a lot of chatter, but there's the voice of God, and his voice is distinct, which is why, just like Adam and Eve, who hid themselves, you too are hiding. You're hiding. You're trying to get away from him. You you don't want to have the conversation with the person who you know is a person of prayer, a person who's spiritual, the person who you know when you look at them, when you talk to them, they mirror Christ. You won't speak to your pastor. You won't go to that uh, service that they invited you to or uh, an event because you know when you get there, you're going to see the people who represent Christ. And because of that, you're hiding. You're hiding yourself. Well, I'm here today to encourage you to not hide anymore. Stop hiding from the presence of the Lord. He wants to be with you. He wants to spend time with you. The Word of God says that in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. 
and at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore. I'm not asking you or myself to take three, four hours to sit in God's presence, right, because you do have a job or you have children or you, you're retired but you have different things that you're involved in or you're in part of organizations and you don't have all this time in the world. But you can make time to get into the presence of God. And so today's call is a wake-up call to say, get up, stop hiding from him. Listen to the voice of God that is pulling on you. He's pulling on you to say, why don't you sit down and just read two verses of Scripture? Why don't you listen to that prayer call? Why don't you go to that service? You don't even have to go physically because you have been blessed to have technology that you can sit in your own apartment, sit in your car, sit in your office early in the morning or when everybody leaves at the end of the day, and you can listen to what I'm trying to say to you without the distractions. What is this call about today? It is about you listening to his voice, that you hear him nudging on you. You hear him pulling on you, but you've been trying to hide yourself. Well, today, the leaves are coming off. The trees have been cut down. You are being uncovered, and your uncovering is not to hurt you, but it's it's to tell you that God loves you. You know, this walk with Christ is about you and him. It's about him letting you know how much he loves you, but also allowing you to change for him, allowing you to not feel dependent upon that thing, that person, that situation, that status, whatever it is. It is for you to know who he is, and, and he knows who you are, but he needs you to take the time and stop hiding from him. So today I want you to listen to the voice that is pulling on you, that is the voice of God who is saying, come back to me. Don't be religious. Don't try to sound like you know me. Don't try to say the right thing because you are so intelligent in your verbiage that when you begin to speak words, it sounds like it. But I want you to know my voice. And when you hear me pulling on you, those of you that get up in the middle of the night or the nudging, you can't sleep, and you're trying to figure out why, but you turn to your phone, you turn to social media, you turn to the TV, and you want to watch things, God is speaking to you today, and he's saying, listen to my voice. You hear me speaking, but you've been trying to hide. Well, today, I want you to listen to the voice of God because he absolutely loves you. There is no one that loves you like God. Your spouse doesn't love you like God. Your mother doesn't love you like God. Your girlfriend, your boyfriend, the children, they do not love you like God loves you. And that is why we have to make sure that we don't put him in the same place of everybody else because he is an amazing God. He loves you and he has plans for you and he wants you to know him because he absolutely knows you. So let's look to the Lord in prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this day blessing you, God. We thank you for getting another opportunity to be able to pray, to talk to you, to call upon your name, because, God, your name is great. Your name is above all names. Your name is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Your name is highly exalted, and it is the name that it was given to you that is higher than any name in the earth, on the earth, under the earth. And so this morning, this afternoon, this evening, this time of prayer, God, 
as your children come in agreement with me, we are seeking you and thanking you for who you are. We thank you for being the king of glory. We thank you for being the Lord who's strong and mighty. We thank you for being the one who's mighty in battle. We thank you that you are the alpha and the omega. You are the beginning and the end. You are the one who sits high and you look low, that you look upon your children, you look upon mere mortals, you care about each and every one of us, and for that we give you the honor that is due to you. God, we call on you today, and we thank you, we bless you, we give you the fruit of our lips, God, and we are just grateful for this time to just set aside to be in your presence. Lord, we ask now that you might forgive us. Forgive us of every sin, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we put it before you, God, because when we sin, we sin against you first. We might sin against our sister and our brothers, God, but we sin against you first. When we harm one another, we are harming you, God, first. And so this morning, this time, we ask that you would wipe the slate clean so that, God, that we might receive the mercy that you have given to us through your son Jesus, that the blood that was shed on Calvary wipes our sins clean. It cleanses us from all unrighteousness. It washes it, God, and we are made new before you. And so we thank you for this opportunity to be able to pray, to come to your throne, to be in your presence, and to speak to you, God, because you're a God that listens. God, this, this time we come to you concerning your voice that has been pulling, has been nudging on each of your children. Some have heard your voice saying to return to me, to return back to me, your first love, that you have turned away, that you have not um, sought after you the way that they were supposed to. Some of them, that is where they are. Life has gotten in the way, God. Situations have gotten in the way. Disappointments have been so profound that it caused them to take step by step and begin to backslide until the whole point that they're not even in your presence or want to be in your presence, God. Lord, today I ask that you would help them, God. They desire to be with you, but the pains and the sufferings of this world and the life afflictions have caused them to turn away, God. Your voice has pulled on them. And so today you are saying, come back to me. Come back to me, to your first love. There is some God that your voice is telling them, I have more for you. I have more for you, but you won't allow me to, to get close enough to you. You do just enough, and then you keep it moving. You don't sit. You don't read. You don't sit quietly before me because you're always moving, always going and doing but the voice, your voice today is pulling on them to say, come and spend some more time with me. Some of your children, you are speaking to them, God, and you are directing them on what they need to do next, which direction they're supposed to go in, where they're supposed to reside, who they're supposed to get with, if they're supposed to get married, if they're supposed to go and apply for the new job, if they are supposed to change and go to a new church, a new location, God, your voice is pulling on them. Your voice is pulling on them, and you're allowing them to hear the different options and decisions, but it is your voice that they hear. God, your word says that your sheep know your voice, and no other voice will cause them to turn, but it is your voice. So today I ask that you would clear the path, God, so that they can hear clearly from you, God, that they would hear what you were saying to them. You told us to trust you with all of our heart and not to lean to our own understanding, but in all of our ways acknowledge you, God, and you said that you would direct our path. And so when we're not sure of what to do, 
Sometimes we allow fear to come in. And you, God, did not give us a spirit of fear, but you gave us power, you gave us love, and you gave us a sound mind. So our mind is to be fixed on you. Our mind is to be sound. Our mind is not to be all over the place. You didn't allow us to function as people who are to be anxious. You told us to be anxious for nothing but by prayer and supplication make our requests known to you and the peace of God which passes all understanding will guard and keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. And so today, God, I bring your children before you, God, that they have the mind of Christ, that they're able to make decisions, that they hear you clearly, God, in the name of Jesus, not the voice of their friends, not the voice of their mother or father, not the voice of of, of the world and the culture and, and everything that's being said for them to do, God, but your voice. God, you are bigger than the situations we deal with. You're bigger than those that think that they control us. You're bigger than the voice of what the stock market says and what the the news channel says. You're bigger than all of that. And because you're bigger, God, you could see right through. God, it was in the still small voice, the still small voice that Elijah was able to hear you, God. And so today I ask that you would speak to your children, God, and that they would come out from hiding come from out of hiding, and they would come to you, God, that they would be able to cry. For that man right now who you have blessed him, you have given him so much, you've opened doors for him, but he's so busy. He He's not completely happy. He's not completely at peace because things are happening with his family, things are happening with his finances, things are happening even with his own soul. And because of that, he's been trying to hide. But today, today, take the appetite of the other out of his mouth. Take the appetite of the drinking and the smoking and all the things that would cause him not to be who you have commanded him to be. Don't allow those things to overtake him now in the name of Jesus. For that woman who is is going and working and taking care of everyone else but has not taken the moment, the time to sit and to sup with you. I pray for her today, God, that as she is desiring to see you and to speak to you and to be in your presence, God, life has just made it so much that more difficult, having to take care of family because so many have gone on, having to figure out how to make the ends meet, the finances, whatever it is. And then the woman who has everything in her speed, she has everything going on. She's the mm-hmm. top executive. She's in charge of so many things, but she doesn't have peace. She's trying to find peace in the things that she does. I pray today for your voice to out speak the other voices, that she would not hide any longer, that he would no longer hide, but that they would receive what you are saying to the one who is trying to do everything that you have called them to do, but that one area that they won't give over to you, God. I pray that your voice would speak. You are speaking. You speak loudly, but because we are so finite We think you're not speaking to us. God, you're speaking. You're allowing us to see all the things that are happening in the land. You're allowing us to see what is going on. But, God, you are still in charge. You said to look up, to look up because our redemption is drawing nigh. And so this day, God, I bring your children before you, the suffering ones, the afflicted ones, the ones that are melancholy, the ones who are desolate, the ones who are discouraged, the ones who do not know what the next step is. Today is the day that they hear your voice. And you said, the day you hear my voice, 
harden not your heart. God, please allow them to not just hear but to receive your voice, to receive your directions, to receive when you're singing over them with your word, to receive when, God, you're having someone to intercede and pray on their behalf, that, God, that they are receiving and hearing what you are saying. We thank you for this prayer today. We thank you that even in Adam and Eve's folly, even in their error, God, you still went looking for them. You looked for them with your voice. You called out to them. God, and even as you called out to them with their voice, you told us to call unto you. Call upon you, God, and that you would show us great and mighty things. Let your word become alive to every man and every woman, every boy, every girl who is listening to me, God, that they would know that you are the true and living God. You are Adonai. You're the master of the universe. You're the king of glory. You're the one who knows and sees everything. And even in their intelligence and even in their know-how that they must submit to you, help them to resist the devil. And your word says that the devil would flee from them if they resist him. But they cannot work with him and be with him and hang out with him and expect to be obedient. God, help us to submit to you and to you alone. I pray for your people today, the ones that are hurting, the ones that are not sure, the ones who have a little bit of faith, the ones who are questioning you, the ones who doubt, the ones who don't know which way to go. You are still God. You're still in charge from the youngest to the middle age to the oldest. You have not lost any battles. You win everything, and you have called us conquerors. Matter of fact, God, you've called us more than conquerors. So today, God, we thank you for this word, that you went looking for Adam and Eve with your voice. You went walking in the garden. You're walking in the gardens of our lives. And, God, even as we try to hide from you, when we don't receive the telephone call, when the person is calling to reach out, the text message, or ring the bell, and they're inside their house looking out the door, well, we'll not answer the door because because they're hiding. Today, let your light shine upon them so that they might receive you, God, and might open up their hearts. I pray for the one who does not know you at all, who's under the sound of my voice, who is just going on and on and has an interest to hear what, what is this conversation about? What is this prayer about? What is this that's happening? But that, God, that you would meet them right where they are. And in the midst of that, God, turn their lives around. For, God, we were creating your image We were made for your glory. We were made so that you might be glorified in the heavens and in the earth. And so this day, we thank you for this time of prayer. God, bless your people. God, help those who are sick. Heal their bodies. Heal the ones that have sinus issues, have a regular cold, COVID, the flu, other sicknesses and diseases. You are still a God that when you walked the earth, Jesus, they were running to you, and you healed all of those who were infirmed all of those who were sick with the palsy, all of those who were blind, and you even raised those from the dead. So you are the same Jesus who did that then. You are the same Jesus who can do that now. So do it for your people. Help those that's dealing with financial issues, God, that you would meet the needs, help them pay the bills. Some of the bills they made themselves. God, we're your children. We make mistakes. We're not good stewards over everything, but, God, you are still a God that can redeem us. God, give us the right perspective, the right mindset, the right know-how, the people that we're supposed to connect to, not the schemes and the things that sound good, but let it be resolved in our spirit when we know what we're supposed to do, that business deal, that venture, whatever it is we're supposed to be involved in. God, give us peace about it to let us know that's what we're supposed to do. 
God, help us to sow seeds, pay our tithes and offerings, God, because it's all for your glory anyway. It's all your money anyway. You own it all. So, God, you just ask us to get just a portion of it. And so, God, there's a blessing in us being obedient. Help us to live a life that's pleasing to you. Help us to consecrate ourselves to you and to sanctify ourselves before you, God, and to live for you and to let your light shine in us and let people see you in us so that they might glorify you in heaven. And so, God, we thank you for this prayer today. Cover us as we go to our respective places. Remember America. Remember the entire world. Father, you are in charge. You have the entire world in your hand, and you know what's happening. So we thank you for this prayer today. Keep us safe. Go before us and make easy and successful our ways. Cover us on anything that we get in, any place that we step, any place that we go. Go before us, Father, and do what you do best, and that is to keep us safe. You keep us as under your shadow of your wings. And so we thank you for this prayer today. We honor you as our King and our God. We love you, God, and we're listening to your voice. We receive your voice, and, God, we shall submit to your voice. We thank you and we praise you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen again. And so be encouraged to hear the voice of God that he's been nudging on you, pulling on you concerning that situation, your relationship, your marriage, your children, that job, that choice, that money venture, whatever it is, the schooling, the tuition, listen to the voice of God because he's walking and he's looking for you you've been hiding, but today we lift the covers off, we take the hoodies off, we take the hats off and the shades, we come out from hiding, and we begin to receive what God is saying to each and every one of us. You know that I love you, but God truly loves you more. Make sure you join me again. We gather for 15 minutes with him. Take care. You've been listening to 15 Minutes with Him podcast. If you're receiving blessings and inspiration, be sure to like, subscribe, and share this experience with others. For information, visit us at ValerieLee.org. Until next time, join Sister Valerie Lee for 15 Minutes with Him.